Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another fantastic edition of the Thought Police podcast. But this time, yeah. right, we've been slightly upgraded, <laughs> only, yeah. only by accident. I don't mean that in any way to be suggesting yeah. that we're downgrading ourselves <laughs> when we record it in your specific studios, but yeah. we're actually in a professional studio today yeah. uh, because we happen to be in the same place at the same time. So if the sound quality's good... Yeah, don't well, get used to it. Yeah, because normal service resumes next Normal week. service resumes next yeah. week, because here we are uh, talking in uh, the, the studio that we are currently in. Matt Kelly is here from the New European, and I've got to start with, Matt, the fact that you've managed to fire yourself this I week, which is a tremendous <laughs> decision, and I can only echo yeah. the people's view here, which yeah. is that it's about time you stepped aside <laughs> from your remaining job as editor of the New European. Tell us what happened. Well, uh, so I am going to be publisher of the New European. Okay, that sounds important. Well, doesn't it? It It does, very important, yeah. And I've appointed a new editor, a guy called Jasper Copping, who's my deputy, effectively. I suppose he's a Remainer, is he? He is a Remainer, a terrific terrific journalist. Um, But I had to put it to one side because um, Google have Mm. come in. My my day job is about local and regional news. And Google have come in with millions of pounds and said... Can you partner with us to mm. try and reinvent local news online, right. which I think is massively important? It's a great idea. Well, we talked a bit about this last week, didn't yeah. we, about the changing kind of face of the media yeah. and how important it is for people like us to kind of recognise that other people's news yeah. is news to them, if you like. Well, look, I mean, local news, yeah. is, and it, you know, all media has been going through massive upheavals mm. and changes. But local news has been particularly challenged. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the advertising money that you, they used to depend on has gone to yeah. Facebook and, and Google. And know. presumably circulations have fallen quite considerably as well. Yeah, very very much so, because people's habits have changed. Yeah. Of course they have. You know, kids do not buy newspapers. No, I mean, the football paper that I used to pick up in Glasgow, for example, the pink, as they used to call it, um, on sort of Saturday afternoon at five o'clock or whatever, the results paper, we used to call it. Yeah. I mean, nobody does it anymore, do they? No, I used to do shifts on the Liverpool Echo. Did you? The football Echo. Yeah. And it used to, when I was doing shifts there in about '92, it was selling. Uh, I think it was selling eighty thousand copies. That's amazing. When my dad was editor of yeah. it in God knows when, it was selling three hundred and fifty thousand wow. copies a week. Isn't that extraordinary? Amazing. And now, um, of course, it doesn't exist. And now it doesn't exist. So all of those people have gone somewhere else. Yeah. So, but the new European project goes on, right? Yeah. We are, I guess, once again at the beginning of another week of sort of you know ins and outs, yeah. nuttiness, craziness. You know, it seems to me there's more people now trying to stop Boris Johnson from being Prime Minister than anything. 
despite the fact that none of them have actually been elected to be Prime Minister. They all want to have a go. Well, he's not been elected, either. Well, he has. I mean, the Tory party were the ele- the, the majority yeah. party, right? Yeah, and I know you're going to go down. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, I said to you. I didn't get it. Well, person. did Liverpool win at the weekend? Yes. What was the score? 1-0. Yeah, so just 1-0. Maybe it's like a draw, isn't it? Just as a draw. They won, right? You have more than the other guy, you win. It's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. So he was elected. Yes, but, but, but Liverpool sort of play in an open league. Boris Johnson was up against a, another Tory candidate mm-hmm. being voted for no, a Tory No, he was a, no, he became the Prime Minister as a yeah. result of the previous Prime Minister resigning, having yeah. been elected as the biggest party well, the biggest um, party well, in Parliament, well, right? Well, still the biggest party in Parliament. But uh, but not enough to... No, but still the biggest party in yeah. Parliament, having yeah. formed a government with the DUP, yeah. they are the elected government. It's as simple as that. That's right. the way Don't the system think, works. I know it is, it is the way the system works. Do you... Here's a question. Hmm. Do you think that as politics becomes kind of more personality-based, which yeah. there's no question that that's what's happening. Uh-huh. You know, everyone thinks about Corbyn when yeah. you think about the Labour If party. only he had a personality. <laughs> right. Or, or Boris Johnson. Yeah. Should uh, should the Prime Minister of this country be elected by the people, as Trump is by... What, you mean we should you know, have a presidential should system? Should we have a sort of system mm, where... I don't think that would be good. No? I mean, I think the problem we have here is that no system that we see any, anywhere else is any better than the one no. we've got. When they started up in Scotland, I remember, I was there for the opening of the Scottish Parliament, and one of the things they said was, we're going to stop the yaboo politics, yeah. we're going to get on with they each other, we're going to be much more uh, all-encompassing, we're going to be proportional representation yeah. and the problem with proportional representation of course is that yes you get maybe more representation of the smaller parties but you also get a system whereby the party nominates who they put in yeah so if you vote for the SNP for example in Glasgow you might get somebody that you didn't vote for yes. going into parliament and that's i don't think right. that's very fair either no. and i really don't want to see the kind of presidential style debates that we see in america yeah. I mean, have you seen a state of those this year? Oh, no, no, no. It's you an know? absolute pandemonium. It would be uh, nonsensical. Yeah. And anything, I think, that adds a further layer yeah. of demo- you know, dem- democracy and more voting, I think people are just going to well, turn don't off. Don't you I think there's something inevitable about, you know, things are so messed up at the moment. Yeah. It's become so polarised yeah. that if the little parties that are in the middle, you know, the Greens, the Lib Dems, the, all, you know, Plaid Cymru, all mm. of these... Parties, if they're not getting a sort of and the Brexit party, mm. I, should, I should add, if they and UKIP, getting, you could say, and well, they're all, they're next. I to mean, dead, aren't they, they are now dead, yeah. having been yeah. killed off by the idiot yeah. Gerard Batten. Oh my god! You know, the thickest crowd. man in politics. He oh, didn't even hang on to his own I seat. Mean, and that is a bloody high. A, it is. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> But what I'm saying well, is... shouldn't they have more MPs, though? If no, but they should have got more MPs when they yeah. got the four million votes. Four million votes and they got what? One they seat? Got, they they no didn't seat. get any Did seats. Carswell no, get, they got, no, Carswell had to, had yeah, to move yeah, from yeah. being a Tory to the UK right, right. in order to actually be their only MP. They've never so got an MP elected. Four million people voting yeah. for them and they don't get any representation. No. That's not right. I don't think it is. But the trouble is, there is no system which is perfect. And yeah. so no matter how the system works, somebody's going to be upset. Like in the end of the whole Brexit scenario, which I do fear for you is now going to come, it's going to happen. You think so? Yeah, I do. I don't think it can be stopped. I think so. I don't think it's going to be stopped. There's going to be an awful lot of people very unhappy in this country because they didn't vote for it. And I think that's fair enough that they're unhappy. But at that point, you still have to do it and then maybe have another conversation down the road. And you've said to me before, you know, you will always campaign to get back in it. And I think that's perfectly appropriate, perfectly fine. But we just have to do the bit that was voted for first and then see where it goes. The problem with that for me is that everybody, you know, this new sort of hypnotic mantra, get Brexit, yeah. doesn't mean anything. 
We leave if we leave on October the thirty first. It means more than Brexit means Brexit. To be fair. Well, no, that, to be it's fair, it's an improvement yeah, on that. That was genius in its <laughs> non-meaningfulness, wasn't it? I mean, honestly, that was a, that kind of sums up Theresa May's kind of premiership of banality. Doesn't it? But but you know that's when it starts really. If it does happen on October the thirty first, that's when it really starts. Mm. And as you say, there's going to be a lot of people very angry. Whatever happens, because. You know, things will get concrete then. Yeah. Either people like me will be proved completely wrong, yeah, and everything which will, be you will fine. probably. Well, you know, in many ways, I hope that's right. No, you I, don't. Re- I don't want Britain to fall to pieces. Right, but, it's but, not going to fall to pieces. Yeah, but I think we will. We're looking at it now. It's already <laughs> in a pretty bad state. We, I don't think it is. Well, I mean, when we left, when we voted to leave the European mm. Union, we were the fifth biggest economy in the world, yep. the fastest growing economy in the yep. European Union. Yep. Unemployment at a record. We're still low. in all of those places, by you know, the way. Inflation at a, a yeah. interest rates at a record yeah. low. You, one does wonder what on earth you know we were so pissed off about. Well, we were pissed off because we didn't want to join the eurozone, which is almost certainly like no, but it's almost certainly in the future of any kind of long-term relationship with the European Union. They want everyone to be in the eurozone. Well, you would, know that, my, and so I do would I. Would argue that that is completely the argument for saying why we should stay in because we successfully fought for our right not to enter the eurozone. We did. And but look what changes over time. Look what we fought for at the beginning of the conversation between the people in the 70s who joined the yeah. economic uh, e- European economic community, yeah. joined a trading block. Yeah. And look how far that's moved. I agree. Listen, I agree. And I'm not, you know, I don't want to sit here giving the impression that I'm some European Union federalist, you mm. know, and I think that everything no, should No, I know be you're not. That. I know but, you're not. But, 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 but many I think people. The best way to stop it yeah. is to be around that table. And by the way, when we're not around that table, just watch how fast they're going to go. And they will, you know, we will be treated as a hostile party then. I don't believe that. I, I don't think, think that they will want to treat us as a hostile party because they need us as much as we need do them. They? Yes, of course I they, do. they do. We are a massive market, right? Yes. We are the biggest market for French wine. Yeah. We are a very big market for Spanish um, food as well and, yeah. and, and wine Paella. that we bring in. Paella. <laughs> well, all the stuff that we import from Spain, yeah, chorizos, German cars, all of this stuff. German cars yeah. you know, they're not going to suddenly go, do you know what? Let's be really shit to Britain. Let's be really horrible to Britain no. because we don't want their money. Yeah, but That's when, not going to happen. Yeah, but, Mike, it doesn't matter what their attitude is. The deals we strike may well mean that we, as a third-party nat- nation, start putting tariffs on their Let cars, me put it to you this way. If the European, If the European Union... Why would we do that? Because we may have no option under WTO no, terms. Because that's not to, true. It, you've got to treat everybody the same yeah. under the WTO. Yeah, well, let's, guess what? Treating everybody the same is what doesn't happen in the European Union. And some of the tariffs that it we... it does amongst European no, Union members. Well, yeah, but some of the tariffs that we have to pay for goods coming into the European Union will disappear, yeah. right? So we will actually be able to buy things which are cheaper because there will be no protectionism going on. Now, I don't believe in protectionism. I don't believe in falsifying economies and making people look richer than they are or more efficient than they are, right? And what I think will happen is that if the European Union starts to get heavy with Britain and puts tariffs on stuff, European manufacturers, and many of them are global manufacturers, will go, hang on a second, you're now affecting our trade by just trying to be, you know, bloody-minded with the Brits. We're not having it. Mm. And that's when they have a problem. Well, let's wait and see. We can only only wait and see. I fundamentally disagree. I think that we will... uh, Ultimately, the European project, Mm. if we can refer to it, is more important to the Germans and the French than... Uh, a little spike yes, or a fall to their economy. Yes, it is. But they would also be very, very ill-advised to pick fights with people no. because what would be the point of that? They want to expand into other countries. They've invited Albania now to have a look at coming into the European Union. Do you know what Albania mostly exports? Go on. Gangsters. People <laughs> into this country 
who sell cocaine. Every cocaine true. gang in this country is run by the Albanians. Is that right? It is right. Well, I, I've got no idea. Well, I have got an idea. In fact, I had a guy in the other day, Wesley Clarkson, who writes books about yeah. crime. He's just finished a book about what goes on at the Dartford Crossing, right. which would s- turn the hair, if you had any on your head, completely and <laughs> utterly white, right? This is a guy who knows about this stuff, yeah. and there are people driving around inside this city with machine guns in their cars. But I don't think it's fair. And they're I'm mostly sure Albanians. But that is but that is not Albania's main export. Yes, I it mean, is. Well, it is. Well, you tell me what it is then. I mean, look... What's Albania's main export well, then, right, if it's not cocaine? Google, I've no idea. Oh, you're going to Google it? Yeah, I am. OK, well, you should be, a, right, you should be yeah. ahead of the curve on this kind of thing. Oh, yeah, sure, I Because can. you're, you know, the man... You're the EU's <laughs> man in London, mate. You know, I mean, you should be the man Albania's giving us... Albania's main export. Yeah. Yeah, if this says gangsters... Well, it won't say gangsters, will it? I'm telling you the truth, not what you find on Google. Oh, right, OK. Right. There's no bloody reception here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. have to come I've back just to flicked a switch. Week. Yeah, we'll come back to Albania. <laughs> but, you know, this is where they want to go. Yeah. Look at Ukraine. We've yeah. now got an, a part of Ukraine, yeah. uh, which is close to Crimea, which is close to the people who want to stay part of a Russian um, sort of oligarchy rather than a, a European one. You've got Ukraine potentially splitting up now yeah. as a result of an overreaching... Um, European Union, Angela Merkel's kind of export plan to export democracy mm. to Ukraine, yeah. and Ukraine, half of it at least, doesn't want it. Well, and that caused Russian a massive and, and, problem. Yeah, but that is a reality that's going yeah. to have to wash out. No, because it? Putin. That's, that's no, because the breakup of the Soviet Union. Well, yes, but Vladimir Union. Putin said, yeah. hang on a second, if you're going to break up the Soviet Union, we agreed to do that. We're going to give independence to these states. You're now saying you can come after them and make them part of the European Union. That wasn't in the plan, which tells me that basically the European Union is a very greedy organisation. So hang on a minute. Let me get this straight, just mm. just in case I've missed it. Yeah, yeah. You, your position now mm. is that you are fully supporting Vladimir Putin's philosophy on whether a state can break away from the Soviet Union no, and join the European Union. No, that's not Union what I said. Under, so you're say, but, No, that's but, not what I said. But you said that Vladimir Putin mm-hmm. said to them, it wasn't part of my deal that yeah. Ukraine... That's right. Join the European Union. But it wasn't. So why should? But why should Ukraine give a damn what Vladimir? Because Putin lots of thinks? people in Ukraine don't want to join the European Union. They'd want to stay part of well, Russia. Is it, is it like fifty-two, forty-eight kind of thing? It's something like that. Yeah. Should they have like a referendum and then they could have, and then they could just ignore it yeah. and then just carry on fighting each other. <laughs> but the difference between you laughing about this, right, yeah. uh, oh, is that oh, is that is that is is that people are dying in Ukraine. Oh, okay? Right, okay. There is actually a civil war going on there, it's and there are Ukrainians. Yeah, of course there is. It's not called the Ukraine anymore, bro. It's called Ukraine. They took the the off. God, when did you become? A bloody Ukraine expert. When the war started in Ukraine because of oh. fucking Angela Merkel. That's oh, why. It's Angela Merkel's fault. It is, because she, tar- she started offering money to Ukraine to yeah. come back into the fold well, and join the than, European she Union. more than both you and I about the politics of, of the Soviet Union. Oh, do you Union. reckon? Yeah, because she lived, she grew up in East in Germany. In East Germany, so maybe she's got an axe to grind. Under the stars. So maybe she's got an axe to grind. I wonder if she was in the you know the lives of others. I wonder if she's one of those people... Uh, by the way, what a great, what a great film. film that, that's a fantastic film. I always recommend it to people. Honestly, God, I've never... I, do you know, bizarrely, I yeah. watched it at the weekend. Did you? Absolutely oh, it's brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah, I saw it a few years ago. A friend of mine recommended it to yeah. me, and it is brilliant. It's on but imagine Netflix, living, yeah. I don't know, imagine living in a place where almost everyone is informing somebody about yeah. what you're doing. Mate, honestly. We'd both be finished. Horrific. We'd have been shot. I mean, we've been shot or imprisoned or something years ago. No, listen, I'm no fan of Vladimir Putin. Let's get that straight. However, I do think that it's very interesting that the European project is continually moving. It sort of has to, right? Mm. Because... 
they see that there's only so much they can do for Greece and Italy yeah. and Hungary yeah. and Poland. And they're already on the brink of losing Hungary, as we know, because yeah. Hungary doesn't really fancy the European Union. Mm. So they've got to always be ambitious for bringing more countries in because the bigger they are, the more strong they are and all of that. Yeah. But they're going to end up bringing in the wrong countries you know, and that's not a value judgment by me, but it's about countries that produce very little and will need more and more. So the more money they yeah. give out, the more yeah. kind of um, supplication they demand back. So isn't the isn't the equation you've got to ask yourself, or we've all got to ask ourselves, is is the money that we pay into the European Union that then goes to smaller, less well-off countries? Yeah. But generally, like Ireland, like like Ireland, Ireland's and Luxembourg's at the very top exactly. of the list of recipient right. versus a contribution. Well, Ireland now exports tons. Of, we've got a great trade balance with Ireland, yeah. and that has helped our economy. Mm -hmm. and, the, and it's helped theirs massively. The bigger picture is much more complex than just this. Oh, we send three hundred and fifty. No, of course. Much, but people don't really think about that. Well, you know picture. what though, people do also understand that with the business that we've been doing with countries in the European Union. There are good there are good things about it and there are bad things about yeah. it. And you know, to be in it is good, yeah. but to be out of it can also be good. Yeah, it I doesn't just, mean that one is better than the other, to be honest. I, I look, I, like I said, and I'm not being insincere. We're not gonna be selling many Rolls Royces to Albania, let's put it that way. <laughs> no, but I mean well, where do you start with that? I mean, we, we there's the chlorinated, the food standards. I mean, the like chlorinated chicken is bollocks for a start, right? I've been to America practically every day of my life yeah. since I've been about 20, yeah. right? And you've eaten I've never chicken. eaten chlorinated chicken in my life. You've, I've never, my, ever seen it. Every time you've eaten chicken in the States, you've eaten chlorinated chicken. That's, That's the only kind they do. That's not true. It's absolutely That's true. not true. It's their no, it is not true. It is true. And it is, in fact, a complete falsehood because I've spoken to <laughs> many chefs in America yeah. who have the same rules as that we do here. Now, if you want to go to the crappiest, there's a place in uh, Connecticut next to where my sister lives called the Big Y, which right. is their big kind of uh, you know supermarket chain, which is great, by the yeah, way. Yeah. You'd love it. They've got all sorts of um, devices for watering the vegetables, right? Ooh. I mean, it's so ungreen. What the kind of spray? They have these tiny little yeah, sprays. They yeah. spray all. The, I mean, it's beautiful-looking stuff. Yeah. It all looks like it's. Shows do that with them. Yeah, meat. yeah. It looks like they've they've literally waxed all of the yeah. all of the fruits and oh, vegetables. Yeah, yeah. It looks tremendous, yeah. right? Yeah. The chicken that you can buy there is the worst tasting chicken you've ever had in your life, okay? Right. Now, I would never buy it. Right. It may well be chlorinated chicken, yeah. but I'm not eating it. But you right. go to the friendly uh, neighbourhood butcher in Grand Central Station in New York City, yeah. which is the equivalent of Borough Market, uh -huh. and you buy proper chicken, right. which you can buy. Well, and it's not chlorinated. Well, my understanding is that the reason that they chlorinate chickens in the United States en masse, yeah. which they do, the reason they do that is because their food, their standards of animal welfare mm. are so much lower than ours. They're not. They crowd, That's they, not true. Let me finish. They crowd them together so salmonella gets passed around much more. That's frequently. rubbish. We've practically eradicated salmonella in Well, in tell that to Edwina Curry when she's not shagging the former Prime Minister, yeah. John Major. Yeah, well, she's not anymore. Isn't then. she? I don't believe. No, I he's getting fucked by the Supreme Court it. instead. <laughs> But that is so that it's not about whether chlorinated chicken tastes good or bad. It's the fact that they have well, worse animals. Well, well, in that case, why has no member of my family got salmonella who live over because there? Because they chlorinate it. So the chlorination is good the then. Salmonella. So the chlorination is no, good then. It's not. It's not good because. So what you're telling me is actually the chlorination actually stops people from getting sick. Yes, because the, and they need to chlorinate it because they're so full of salmonella because yeah. they live in such crowded conditions. Now, All right. Well, how about this for an uh, animal welfare story, right? Guess what happens when we leave the European Union? Tell me. We can stop transporting live animals to Europe, which is their condition yeah. of transportation, yeah. which is cruel, yeah. 
ghastly and completely and utterly inhumane. Yeah. Right? But we do it because the EU encourages it. Yeah. And in fact, it's their law. Yeah. So what do you say to that? Uh, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, you see? And also, by the way, apparently, according to people who know these things, we eat chlorinated salad in this country. Yes, we do. So we wash it and yeah. yeah. Well, what's that for? Well, to kill parasites and bacteria. I wish I could kill parasites more quickly, to be honest. <laughs> what are you looking at me? But like this is the thing. The point is, is that you know, there's two sides to every coin here. There are. I wish you right? recognised that. I now do recognise it. Why do you think my show is called the most balanced show on the radio? It is absolutely the uh, most balanced show on the radio. No, I'm not. Which I had, is true, that I had some Labour MP on today, right? Yeah. Who was claiming that. Uh, uh, he didn't really know what the hell was going on. He yeah. didn't know what was going on in the House of Commons today. I said, I see you failed in your bid to take control of the order paper. He went, really? Yeah. I didn't know about that. Uh, I said, what are you going to do uh, when there's an election? Well, of course, we're going to campaign uh, for an election and in the second referendum. I said, yeah, but in the second referendum, you're going to campaign to remain, aren't you? Uh, he said, oh, probably. I said, but yeah, Scunthorpe, which is where he's from, um, actually voted 70% to leave, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So how are you going to campaign to remain there? Mm. Well, um, We'll take the view of the people. I mean, you know, these people yeah. have no clue what they're doing, no idea what they're talking about. You are very they're... well balanced. You've got chips on both shoulders. It's true. Well, it's the only way to be if you're a journal proper journalist. You know, I can be bought by nobody, yeah. right? I don't care how much money you give me yeah. or how many cocktail parties you throw. I'm not in anybody's pocket. Somebody asked me the other day, why don't you join the Brexit party? I don't join political parties. No, I don't vote, no. okay, deliberately, because I wish to remain pure. Not at all? No. Really? I've only voted once in my life, and that was in 1979, in the Bath election, the general election, I voted for Martin Baber, who was the losing um, Labour candidate. So I've only ever voted Labour right? once in my life, yeah. right? And guess who he lost to? Who? Um, the guy, Chris Patton, who ended up becoming the Hong Kong governor. Hong Kong, billion guy. But let he came tell... in in 79, right. which was when Thatcher swept to power. Total switch of subject, right? Mm. Chris Patton. Let me yeah. tell you a very brief story. Go on. Um, I was once, when I was a junior reporter yeah. at Forby Times or whatever it was up in Merseyside, mm. they, there was a wildlife centre open called Martin Mir. Oh, they yeah. just sort of redone it. Yeah. And Chris Patton was sort of cutting the red tape. Oh, yeah. So I went up, at Matt Kelly from the Formby Times, asked yeah. him a question, blah, blah, blah. He answers the question, goodbye, good night, right? He's gone. 18 months later at the Crosby by-election, the one that Shirley Williams stood in, oh, yeah. the SDP, yeah. Patton was up again with the Tory party, right, campaigning for whoever the Tory was. Yeah. He was sat on a panel of three people and there were loads of um, uh, reporters there asking questions. Yeah. I stick my hand up. Chris Patton says, Matt Kelly from the Formby Times. Wow. <gasps> and I, wow. I, I honestly went, well, I can't say it. Honestly. Yeah. I went, F in L. Right. And, and he laughed and he said, it's just a good politician's trick. But he can, he, that guy remembers everybody's name and uh -huh. everybody's place. Like just or he could have just made sure that he was given the names of everybody in the <laughs> no, room. No, 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 are you sure? No, 100%. But you see, that was the calibre of people there. And yeah. we were going to run out of time here because we've yeah. got slightly less time than we normally would have. Yeah. But, you know, the calibre of people, whatever you may say about Tony Blair and that crowd of Labour politicians, you know, when you talk to them and you, t you go back to people like Chris Patton, they were people who actually had some kind of reputation. Yeah. Uh, they had some kind of dignity. They were not like the people we have now who flip-flop around and go, oh, I think I'll join the Lib Dems today. Now we've um, got Dominic Rabb and Diane Abbott. Well, I don't have a problem with Dominic Rabb. Diane Abbott I might have an issue with, but, you know, it's not her fault. There's a reason why she is not as well performing. Do you performing. not have a problem with, with a guy who doesn't know that Calais and Dover's a pretty significant yeah, trade I don't believe that that's true. I Has really don't. Yeah, I know he said it, but I don't believe that he, he was... was a bluff to make Well, maybe he was just trying to make... Maybe he was trying to make himself sound thick. He'd seen yeah, Boris Johnson right. and he, how that works. It succeeded. And maybe, and maybe, you know, he was trying it on to go, maybe if I pretend to be a buffoon, yeah. I'll get to be leader of the Tory well, party. Listen, we've been doing a good impression. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, this is the Thought Police. We'll see you later. Do you know what Albania mostly exports? Gangsters. People into this country who sell cocaine. Every cocaine gang in this country is run by the Albanians. Is that right? It is right. Well, I've got no idea. Well, I have got an idea. In fact, I had a guy in the other day, Wesley Clarkson, who writes books about crime. He's just finished a book about what goes on at the Dartford Crossing, which would turn the hair, if you had any on your head, completely and utterly white, (laughs) right? This is a guy who knows about this stuff, and there are people driving around inside this city with machine guns in their cars. But I don't think it's fair. And they're mostly Albanians. But that is but that is not Albania's main export. Yes, I it mean, is. Well, it is. Well, you tell me what it is, then. I mean, look... What's Albania's main export, well, then, if it's not cocaine? Google, I've not. Oh, you're going to Google it? Yeah, yeah. OK, well, should you, be a, you should be ahead of the curve on this kind of thing. Oh, yeah, sure, I Because think. you're, you know, the man... You're the EU's <laughs> man in London, mate. You know what I mean? You should be the man Albania's giving us... main export. Yeah. Yeah, if this says gangsters... Well, it won't say gangsters, will it? I'm telling you the truth, not what you find on Google. Oh, right, OK. Right. There's no bloody reception here. The reason they do that is because their food, their standards of animal welfare mm. are so much lower than ours. They're not. Crowd, That's they, not true. Let me finish. They crowd them together, so salmonella gets passed around much more... That's frequently. rubbish. We've practically eradicated salmonella in... Well, in tell Ed, that to Edwina Curry when she's not shagging the former Prime Minister, yeah. John Major. Yeah, well, she's not anymore. Isn't she? I don't believe. No, I he's getting she's... fucked by the Supreme oh, Court instead. <laughs> It's not called the Ukraine anymore, but it's called Ukraine. It? They oh, took the the oh, off. God, when did you become a bloody Ukraine expert? When the war started in Ukraine because of fucking Angela Merkel. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.